Reeves. Today's episode is brought to you by Naked Nutrition. Naked Nutrition provides you pure protein powders and supplements to help you meet your nutrition needs and your fitness goals. Naked Nutrition is completely transparent about the ingredients. That way you know exactly what you're putting inside your body. No additives means your body gets more of what it needs and I suggest checking out the grass-fed whey protein powder. Right now, you can get 10% off of your first purchase at NakedNutrition.com by using the code POD. And that's 10% off using the code P-O-D POD for the first time customers. Taking nutrition to the next level with Naked Nutrition. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a special episode of Weeb cast um one of the first christmas specials in this in my series of special christmas specials that i'm going to this is a working title so (laughs) uh bear with me this title may change throughout these special episodes because of a few reasons but and one of those reasons is going to become pretty clear in just a few seconds when i explain the special and these Christmas specials will be just bonus episodes that we'll have from the week leading up to Christmas. And they'll come out day after day um, for seven days leading up. And the seventh day will be that Christmas. Uh, so I got, so I'm going to be doing special, seven special Christmas themed episodes and dealing with anime and manga and maybe gaming. We'll, we'll see what we what kind of mischief we get up into here on Weebcast, but I hope you guys will stick with me with all seven special Christmas episodes. But there's a little twist with these Christmas episodes because I will have a nice beverage Um, because we're in December. Uh, My water challenge has ended and um, I was like, you know what? What's a good way to, to celebrate with a nice brewed cocktail? One of my favorite beverages of all time, eggnog. And eggnog is just so damn good, but on itself, you know, if you have a version, but I gotta have a little alcohol with it. And so this Christmas special, which I'm dubbing as uh, Weebcast Reviews Christmas Anime and Manga Special with uh, another co-host that will be here just for this month <laughs> or just for these specials. And that co-host's name is uh, Eggnog. I'm going to be drinking some alcoholic beverage uh, mixed with a little bit of eggnog and I'm going to be progressively <laughs> I'm going to be doing that and uh while reviewing some of my favorite and not so favorite Christmas themed anime specials movies and all that good and juicy stuff um so uh and like I said what I was saying like the title may change or whatever things may get a little bit derailed um, now you know one of the reasons that I'm, that might happen is because I may be sloshed off my ass on uh, Christmas eggnog. So um, let's uh, today's this the first one I want to start off with. I want to start off with a little bit of a, a little bit of a bang here. You know what I mean? And this Christmas special, the number the first one of the Weebcast reviews, Christmas anime and manga is Isudadate My Santa. Uh, there are very, very few anime that is revolved around Christmas in general. And I mean, not like Christmas specials or, you know, animes that have um, an episode, you know, around the Christmas time 
But no, uh, Isudate My Santa is one of those special cases where the show is revolved around Christmas. Um, one of the very few ones. And, uh, you know what? Uh, let's just, uh, let me get a nice little summary of the plot here before we start breaking it down. Um, a boy is pretty much left all alone every single Christmas, you know? You ever felt like that? You ever been one of those boys? Well, one of the girls, I'm sorry. I gotta, uh, my audience is, what, 34% female. I need to start catering to them. You know, I wanna, you know, 64% of y'all who listen to, listen to the Weepcast, man. You guys are all men, you know what I'm saying? You guys gotta let the, let, let the ladies come enjoy some anime and manga. But, uh, but this boy is, you know, he's been alone every single Christmas. And to the point where it just makes him hate the holiday. Some, you know, like some of those people who hate Valentine's Day for never having a Valentine. Um, but this kind of, not only does he hate the holiday, but he just, he didn't, he doesn't really get into the groove of Christmas. Doesn't believe in the magic of Santa. Um, but that all changes. And that all changes because, uh, when a girl shows up proclaiming to be Santa Claus and she wishes for nothing more than to make him happy this Christmas yes that is the plot of what we're doing with uh with <laughs> Isudate my Santa and it would be the first one of this weebcast anime reviews or ooh, ooh, I've only taken a few sips <laughs> didn't mean to mess that up so fast but this will be the first one of weebcast reviews anime anime uh reviews Christmas anime and manga edition with Isudate, my Santa. So right on the other side, please stick with me as we break down this this anime. This anime. Um, um, I've watched it, so you didn't have to watch it. I mean, unless you really want to watch it and get in. But you know, I, I'll break it down for you, and I'll and I'll leave that that determination up to you. But on the other side, we're gonna hit an ad a little bit, and then we're gonna go right into this. Um, so. I will see you on the other side for more Isudate, my Santa. All right, I'm on gun to, and while I'm doing the break, it's only a few, but I'm gonna be continuing my drink on. I hope you guys are responsibly drinking as well. So I'll see you on the other side. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of, or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, hey, what what is up? Welcome back to Weebcast Reviews Christmas Anime and Manga Edition. Um, we are about to, and I'm, well, we are about to break down, uh, <laughs> Isu, Isudate, my Santa, um, one of the rare, one of the few animes, 
revolved around the actual theme of Christmas and not just a episode in an anime that a lot of animes do. They'll have an anime, uh, they'll have a Christmas special for an episode or, or two. But so I want to break down this show and let it be known that I actually went into this wanting to review a good standalone Christmas special for the holidays. Um, and, and like I said before, anime doesn't get a lot, a whole lot of these when it comes to Christmas specials, especially standalone features. You know, I've seen the Christmas special for Cyborg 009, Azumanga Daio, Ayori Ayoshi, and a few others, but I've never really seen a standalone anime based solely around Christmas. So, in comes Isudate My Santa, an anime specially made by the same person who made Love Hina by the way, which I thought was a crazy thing. I didn't even know about that. See, as, as knowledgeable as I may be on anime, which isn't that much, but I like to think so. I like to know a lot. I did not know that, but Little of Hino is an harem anime that I've, that I've seen a, a few times. Um, and even though Love Hina is probably one of the, one of, maybe one of the better harem animes. I'm not really too big in, the, in that genre, but it's serviceable and, but you know, maybe, maybe that's for another day, another time. Because right now we're talking about Christmas and reviews that I've read about this particular series are kind of mixed um, and a little bit all over the place. But siding on the negative, in fact, um, there was one that I, there was one friend that I got in contact with um, who did see this, and 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 they were talking about it was a little on the negative end, you know. They, they, they didn't like very much about the, about this show at all. Um, but there were, and I, I had to actually search for positive reactions to this show. Um, so I'm a bit of, so I was a bit of at a, at a crossroads here. And before coming into this, I really wanted to give this OVA, cause I think it's two episodes. Um, this is a two episode affair here we have today. And, um, and I was really going in with a positive mind. I wanted it to be good. Um, I wanted to have something special to sit down with my friends and family across the world and just watch this anime. And um, what a treat I was in. Um, I made a deal with myself before that I went in to write this episode um, and do this review for for the for, for this these bonus episodes i watched the anime that i would hope and this will be going i said this is the first one and um i, I was like you know maybe this could be a really good christmas gift to all the people who have listened to the podcast over the course of these last months um it really kind of be a big send-off you know into the new year and get ready for the you know and gear up for the 2021 hopefully a better year for for everybody but that's if i was thinking if i was enjoying this i was like you know what what uh, this would be a great show to bring to the to the to my listeners because maybe they haven't you know I, i'm because there's there's not a lot of christmas themed anime content out there so i was like you know i thought this would be a nice little gift so Let's just start off with the breakdown and and we start off with narration and a flashback from our main lead wondering when is it that people stop believing in Santa? The normal rate, you know, he presumes, 
is when people is when children enter elementary school and start understanding reality more clearly or it could be due to the accidental seeing presents hidden around the house before christmas or catching their parents in the act and for him however he never really believed in santa he was never really on that train to begin with his parents were always away for christmas and all his gifts were mailed to them and he was always lonely on christmas and that's how this story kind of sets up the hit this the the premise that and the plot that I was explaining even if he points out that his grandma was there and baked him a christmas cake for him every year he just wasn't really down and not only did his parents ditch him every christmas but they told him that if he was a good boy not only would santa come but they would come back home parents once again disappointing their children um oh sorry son we we can't make it back for christmas guess uh guess you've been a little bit of an asshole this year well maybe next time and he states that again that no matter how good he was he was still alone on christmas even though in his in this very shot in this one of the shots we see him being held back by uh, i think by his grandma and who i assume is his grandpa beside him I, I understand missing his parents every christmas but you could try to enjoy the holiday a little bit bud um your grandparents i'm sure they would love to have you know i'm sure they love to spend christmas with you um they care about you so greatly you know maybe try to put on a smile you know thus he doesn't believe santa really exists and he's just uh you know a scrooge and hates uh christmas uh, but when we cut back to present um <laughs> get it present christmas puns uh, okay I'll, I'll i'll move on uh but back to present day where, where the first time we hear is a girl asking if the main character wants to spend the night with her everyone around them hears her because obviously the middle of tokyo is just so damn quiet uh especially in the midst of christmas and they start gawking and chattering about what she just proposed she sees a blush and look a shock on the boy's face and instantly slaps him for thinking dirty thoughts um and if there's one thing i do know about the creator of the show ken uh akamatsu is that slapstick and i mean quite literally slapstick is his kind of his kind of thing it's his thing and especially when it comes to males being the abuse victims it's pretty funny kind of wears thin for me sometimes but you know look you do what you do best right and this is completely unwarranted this strange girl randomly walks up and the first thing out of her mouth is and second no less do you want to spend the night with me any most people i think especially in anime let's uh, i'll keep i'll keep it to anime here I think a lot of people's first thought, as portrayed by the crowd, would be instantly jumping to, I don't know, maybe sexual in- insinuations here. Um, the main character didn't even, and the main character didn't even say anything. It, there was no, there was no words exchanged after that. He just kind of sat there with a shocked face, tad blushed. Yeah, you know, and then nope, and he deserves a slap in the face for, taking that ridiculous line and thinking it's something dirty i guess Eh, whatever well look he's a jerk but she's almost a jerk just as a jerk for that for anyway but moving on because she proclaims that she's um santa claus and gives dreams and hopes to children this is kind of awful to think that such a thing about her but even though it was such a 
easily misconstrued sentence that even the cops are quickly taking her away for uh, prostitution. Like th this whole situation is is already starting off. I can't even say it's starting off the wrong foot. It's starting on on feet. Both feet, both foot feet here are just not on the right standing right now. Um, and the first thing I never thought I would happen in in an anime that a character named Santa would be arrested for prostitution. No, there's no joke with that. I just wanted to point that out to you. Yeah. But as the main character is about to leave, the girl pops up out of nowhere, sans police escort, and says that she can detect loneliness and sadness on Christmas with her hair attenee. Uh, because that's something Santa has, right? So, and she detects this in our main character here and says that because she's Santa and spreads hope and uh, hope and dreams to children, she wants to spend the night with him to make him happier with her Santa powers. Okay. Now we're just trying to sound like a bad Christmas themed porno here, but he kind of runs away only to be latched onto by Santa. And he keeps proclaiming, proclaiming that he hates Christmas and doesn't believe in Santa. So she should just leave and you know, forget her little self-imposed quest here. And she doesn't quite really understand how a person could exist. Uh, so she pesters him over and over again for the reason behind his Christmas hate. Surprisingly though, he doesn't mention the stuff with his parents first. Instead that he just yells that he was born on Christmas Eve. And that his parents named him Santa. I'm really convinced that his parents hate him. Um, but I can't really give any other explanation. The whole thing about not being there for him on Christmas is, you know, it's dickish. But maybe understandable if they had to be away for some special particular reason. Saying that they'd come home for Christmas if he was good enough is kind of an awful thing to say. And naming him Santa is a ticket for some uh, early days ass kicking and mocking through his life as bad as that may be but let alone Christmas and ditching him around Christmas when it's also his birthday on Christmas Eve is just kind of just taking off another list list uh, you know check mark on your terrible parents bingo card here and naming him Santa with all the crap piled on top is just borderline kind of fucking evil and really, his parents named him Santa because he was born on Christmas Eve. People have named holiday, named holiday themed names, sure. There are people who literally named, out there named Christmas. But out of all the names associated with Christmas, why choose one you really can't recover from? One you can't even, sh you know, shoo aside with a nickname. What do you want to call him? San? Call him Ta? S? Eh, doesn't really worry. At least if your name's Christmas, you can... A nice cool nickname, Chris. You know, oh, my name's Chris. Oh, moving on. But so Santa, the girl one, I mean, starts rolling around on the floor, laughing her ass off. That there's a guy named Santa born on Christmas Eve. Yeah, you spread hopes and dreams. Yeah, whatever. And who are you to talk when you introduce yourself as freaking Santa Claus? Is it the whole born on Christmas Eve thing that really pushed you over the edge into this hilarity? I guess we're supposed to take that, everyone in the crowd's laughing too, since it sounds that way, but they're not animated to be laughing, they're just laughing in the ether here in Tokyo. Uh, but he runs away, 
because he's upset that the very reaction that makes him hate Christmas. Dude, just pick a struggle lane. Um, do you hate Christmas and Santa because of your name and birthday or because of your insanely douchey parents? Got to pick a struggle, man. However, the girl Santa stops him, apologizes for laughing, says she'll do anything to make him happy, begs him to allow him to spend the night with her. And seriously, I think she's doing this on purpose, but he denies her, however, and runs away yet again. And later he's getting a drink. And girl Santa arrives yet again to pester him. And we get this line. I'll bring you something tastier, Santa. Haha, <laughs> phrasing. But she she actually means, however, she'll dump pounds of sorry on his head. Because apparently another one of her powers is to make things that start with S appear from nowhere because Santa begins with S. Hope you're... Um, sticking with sticking with me on this one because uh it gets better gotta love airtight logic right um he manages to get away again and we cut to a video arcade um damn you know i i really want to go to an arcade but and he's playing a fighting game when surprise surprise girl santa pops in and says he should play a real version of that game um he gains the power of sambo the martial art a russian martial art um, because Sambo starts with, um, yeah, you guessed it, S. Later, still, he's gawking at the game world icon when Girl Santa pops up saying a real world icon is better. And she uses the power of her sample dressing room, which I feel is cheating because that's a whole phrase, but whatever. You can, you literally can make anything legit S word if you purposely put an S word in front of it, but whatever. Uh, oh gee, I'd love a bicycle for Christmas, but it doesn't start with an S. Huh. Oh, I know. I'd love a super cool bicycle for Christmas. Boom. Yay, loopholes. But, uh, anyway, she uses sample dressing room to dress up in various outfits and tell Santa to take pictures of her. However, outfits and subsequent light fan service turns to be turns the pervy crowd's attention to her instead of the game world icon, and they start practically dogpiling on her from how they're bunching up on her, making grabby hands, and um, turned it out to I was expecting some kind of huge grope fest, but they escape from the crowd only to bump it to some gang leader causing him to drop his cake and santa offers him to buy a new one but the gang guy says it's such a special cake that you need to order it three months in advance i need to find this cake place so he just starts beating the crap out of him and girl santa's like you know i'm like i ain't i can't stand for this and just kicks him in the head and then she says uh she and pedro will take him on for getting in the way of cheering up santa um, and the game just believes her, you know, and the game believes she's talking about Pedro San Jose, some giant guy I can't find information on, but she's actually talking about a small plush-like reindeer that sits on her shoulder. Um, Pedro the reindeer, yeah. Hey, man, I I'm rolling with it, I'm rolling with it. 
to take another unprofessional sip of this eggnog. I, I need some. This is ridiculous. Why am I? Why are we doing this again? Production. Keep. All right, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Pedro whips up a three-sectional staff, and because staff begins with an, you guessed it, an S. Um, but I'm annoyed that they keep bringing up these things that are popping up because they start with an S. We know our letters anime, thank you. But and like I said, isn't this kind of cheating? I know S for staff, but technically the correct name for a weapon starts with the t- whatever. She also brings up the whole bunch of other stuff that starts with an S for really no reason at all. Um, like a set square, a salamander, seafood gourmet, and a samba festival. The gang leader is just sick of girl Santa's games and starts fighting her again while Santa leaves. However, through the power of sloppy editing, he decides to also join in the fight. He he knocks out the gang leader, but the gang wants revenge, and Pedro's now powered up by the fact that Santa helped him fight, so they dump a truckload of sorry on the gang, showing that his power is 30% increased. They, they make their escape, and we kind of cut back to Santa's house, uh, where girl Santa, now introduced as Mai, um, get it, my and Santa, Isudate, my Santa, okay, whatever, well, and she's taking a shower, uh, thank God, I was worried that we wouldn't see any shower scene in our lovely Christmas special, right, it's standard fare in Christmas specials, right, you remember the one in, uh, Rain, Red Nosed Reindeer, right, and here we have Mai, and she says that she's a Santa Claus, implying that there's, you know, other Santa Clauses, and that she's currently in training. And kind of mind tells him not to peek at her, but he says he wouldn't anyway because of her babyish figure. Uh, the phrasing in this show is crazy, but um, and he says that he likes more. He like he likes his women a little more filled out. And she gets insulted. She points out the fact that she's more buxom when she transforms, but she can't transform due to her lack of power. Since fewer and fewer people are believing in Christmas, and why, why do so many Christmas specials use Santa's running out of power because fewer people believe in him? Plotline. I feel like I, I feel like we could probably name ten other specials from Hallmark, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, wherever, would have the same damn plotline. But it, it's like it's. Is it the plot of the bulk of Christmas specials involving Santa? It's, it's, I don't know. All of it's kind of ridiculous, but moving on. Santa picks up Pedro, which apparently is a big no-no since this prompts Mai to open the door to the shower and warn him about it, even if nothing happens. And then she throws everything she can at him, looking at her for looking at her naked body, which he said when he said he wouldn't. Another thing that's really not his fault and if if someone opened the door while in the shop it's kind of hard not to look but all right whatever i guess he's we're setting up as a perv i guess whatever anime you you do you um but no he gets he gets all sorts of crap thrown at him and somehow i think a fridge is thrown at him and crushed him but you know and I think even, I think there was even a scene. I think there was a point where he says, he's like, but you were the one who opened the door. I didn't peek or open the door at all. You know, whatever. But I, I'm sorry, I, already, I hate both Santas. 
already off the bat and we haven't really been doing too much with these two characters already but um i think it's time for a well-deserved little break here i'm gonna refill my eggnog you do the same wherever beverage you're drinking as long as you drink responsibly like i said at the top of the show um and on the other side we're gonna we're gonna finish this review oh my god i can't believe we're doing this but um at least I got my drink to keep me company. So I'll see you on the other side. And we're going to finish up Itsu, uh, Itsudate, my Santa, and this lovely, lovely goddamn show. Oh, my God. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Weebcast. And yes, this is... Well, welcome back to a special edition of Weebcast. Weebcast Reviews Anime and Christmas Anime and Manga Edition. I am your host, Marie, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. The Independent Variable, a.k.a. Mr. He is slurping down this dot damn eggnog like a monster aka i can kind of feel it kicking in but i hope you're I'm glad you're back um and now onto the second episode of this christmas themed anime that um been wearing on my nerves and i hope which i have a good feeling it's probably wearing on your nerves too um but before i go into the second episode and kind of go to the plot and break that episode down that first episode, I uh, made me hate anything Christmas anime related, and I know that I, we have six more days, six more bonus, six more episodes to do, and that's um, already just looking forward to it so damn much. But um, if I had to give it a rating, official webcast rating, that, that'd be a solid, a solid half star out of five. If I had to, and that half star is just because it exists, and I want to give some credit to the people in production in making that that they were able to even put it out. But other than just of them, just because it exists, that's the that's the best score they're they're going to get. Um, but for the second episode, and I am hoping for some better plot. Um, uh, but maybe my hopes are a little displaced here. But um. Let's move on. Let's let, let's talk, let's go over the basic plot of this. The second episode of uh, Itsudate My Santa, um, Santa and Santa, or Santa and Mai, um, the girl Santa, are now living together and have been together or living together for the past six months. I know, and they've been enjoying their summer at the beach when an old friend of Mai's, Shally, arrives to tell her that she's taking over the area. Um, and Mai has to leave and go back to school. And or her teacher, Noelle, says that she'll grant her until Christmas Eve at midnight to say goodbye to Santa. Um, whew, time to uh, tackle the second half of this Christmas fruitcake at the beach. I, I, I know this is a Christmas puzzle. Trust me. I know. And this is it. This is. I'm not trying to play with you guys, but, um. Episode 2 of Isudate My Santa, Christmas Once More. Um, we start out with a recycled footage from the first episode opening, segueing into a short, sepia-toned flashback, gotta love those, um, of Mai and Santa throughout episode 1. And we have Mai narrating about meetings and farewells before we transition to the beach of all places, where Mai asks if Santa would like her to rub suntan oil on his back. Um... And the crowd overhears this and thinks that 
mean something dirty by that. I don't understand what's this gag. It wasn't. It's not funny. It wasn't funny in the first fucking episode. Oh my god. And amidst all this clamoring, she slaps Santa again for thinking dirty thoughts. Oh, goody. A complete beat for beat and nearly line for line ripoff of the joke from episode one. Except this is actually stupid because of the crowd. She specifically said suntan oil. And they're at the, f- at the beach where suntan oil has to pretty, has to be a pretty much a common phrase used. Did they honestly think that we were going to get oiled up and do nasty shit in front of the beach, on the beach for everyone? Mm, I, I'm, cons- I'm more convinced that the people that made, who produced this, wanted us to feel like pervs instead of the actual characters. But I digress because Mai is still being a, um, a little jerk, but because she, again, slapped Santa for thinking dirty thoughts when he's says he wasn't. Um... And he wasn't even really blushing. He was just shocked in the scene. So, you know, the crowd makes their assumptions and Mai smacks him again. Because when other people are pervs, it means everyone is, I guess. But Mai makes her big declaration, again, that she's Santa Claus. And thinking such thoughts about her is just damn awful. And Mai gets hauled off by the cops again. And, um, can I just, can I just, like, I don't know, verbally copy and paste my, the stuff I just did in the first half of this episode, put it here, because that's what it's basically amounting to. I, I don't get why she's being hauled off this time. She wasn't seeming like she was propositioning Santa. They, they just misinterpreted what she said about suntan oil. And even if she did mean oil for for some kind of sexual innuendo or something, that's still not grounds to be arrested. I, she actually has to do something before being arrested, but whatever Molly pops up sans police escort again and starts berating santa for not helping her but they're interrupted by the first non by the first non-first episode scene which is a little girl with pink hair saying she's coming or saying she i think she just says she's coming over and over and over and it's Mai's little sister Mai Mai, from the country of santa claus now, I wish I was bullshitting you. I really do. Um, but I'm not. Like, guys, it, you're, you're, I, I, they're not lazy, right? People did that. They're not lazy, right? Like, like mind-bogglingly lazy. Like, just a little effort, please, in a Christmas special, you know? Maybe just a little bit. Be nice. And we see that she, my my, is referring to is another Santa coming up from a geyser in the water. So, Santa's are waterbenders now. Or is it because she can just control the sea because it begins with an S? Hey, to be honest, I like the waterbender theory better than the, than the goddamn S powers these Santas use. But the girl is named Sholly, uh, the Santa who briefly spoke to Mai while out on her sleigh on Christmas in episode one, actually. And she bursts towards Mai saying she really wants to catch up, but first, Mai has to leave because two Santa Clauses cannot handle the same area. Um, and Mai says, you know, and Mai really, Mai says that her grandpa designated this area to be hers, but Shelly says she's more deserving of being Santa Claus of the area because all Mai has done for the past year and a half is pretty much screw around with Santa instead of tr- training or studying to be Santa Claus, whatever that may include. But yeah, are they trying to add a bit of logic here? 
but you know however how how has a half a year gone without my gaining enough magical power to go home in the first place surely someone would have come from her it just seems like one she's not making a goddamn effort to come get home two she's not making an effort to work at being santa and my kind of defends santa um after shally calls her worthless by yelling me in a similar manner as santa did in the beginning of episode one but saying he's a precious person who still believes in santa well me and you both know anyone would believe in santa if they met him and went on a christmas sleigh ride delivering presents with magic faith isn't faith if you have extensive proofs proof of the thing you have faith in um and she blurts out that he was born on christmas eve and was named santa because of it and kind of furthering their connection in the scene is in it with the scene is mirroring um from episode one um and of course shally like my did in that scene laughs her ass off at the whole notion of santa's name origins and the reason why he hates santa uh, hates christmas and all that good stuff and uh again they're all santa clauses thus it can't be that funny uh that a guy is named santa is it seriously the fact that we were they was born on christmas eve is that the kicker is that the funny thing um but after the laughter both my and santa run off comically while crying exactly like the first episode damn can they do anything original here but shally kind of grants my wish by challenging my to a contest to see who's more deserving of santa who's the santierist yeah that sounds right i don't like that right i think i'm gonna take another i'm gonna take a sip for that one sip eggnog for that i like that good good job chris good job Ah, but and this contest is merely making s words items appear again and shally keeps one upping her by making gorgeous versions really just bigger versions of all the items that mai is making and how the hell does she or pedro have enough magic to keep doing the s item magic yet not enough to get back home you tell me you tell me but santa tells her to stop but my can't because she doesn't want to leave and give up being with santa somehow she gets around to summon a giant frog because she said snake and friends and if that's not cheating i don't know what is and the giant frog is about to crush her but santa just narrowly escape narrowly uh saves my uh shelly has a bit of a hissy fit about not being the villain just doing what she's told because you know she's a, such a good santa and then my summons a sunroom or at least that's what she says one one never really appears for her and shally reflexively makes a gorgeous version causing a huge sunroom to fall on her and it's oh my God. it's way too hot and sunny to be in there especially for someone from a snowy region so my summons again merely verbally a coral reef oh oh i'm excuse me <laughs> sorry silly me a sea coral reef <laughs> my bad and as opposed to all the, those land coral reefs shally again you know makes it gorgeous by breaking you know breaking the sunroom into a million pieces and crushing her um the match is falling over thank god um after uh, my my pops the reef with a needle yeah and then they go eat some watermelon while we uh 
get our nice little backstory on Shally here. Um, she and I were actually classmates in Santa school. Yeah, you're right. You heard that right. And they were neighbors growing up. Um, but while Mai is still a trainee, Shally placed or passed her test as a Santa Claus and was even placed in advanced Santa classes. Mm. Words. Mai tries to defend herself, but Shally scoffs and says, if she were any good, she would have a toddler-like figure. Again, a rehash from episode one, you know, gotta love those. Um, and why does Santa need to be a busty Playboy model again? I, I, did I miss that point in the first episode? But And she'd be able to do more than just create S-named items. And Shelly also mentions that despite the fact that she did so last Christmas, Mai's apparently not allowed to deliver presents. And I... Wait, wait. And I... Wait, how does she have an area design, des- designated to her? If she's not even allowed to deliver gifts. Okay. And, and, and whatever. But they have a small fight. And Shally stomps off. While Mai Mai says that she's still hungry. Oh, ha ha. She eats a huge boatload of food and is still hungry. <laughs> not an overused joke or anything. But Mai goes off to buy more food while Santa babysits. Uh, but back with Shally. She's so distracted by stewing over Mai and that she accidentally bumps into someone causing her watermelon to fall and smash into pieces this better wait hold on, wait production team this is this better not lead into some kind of gang lead oh, fuck the same gang leader from episode one our favorite gang leader the gang leader yells at shally but in a slight twist on episode one shally starts yelling and beating up the gang leader Though still in the exact same manner that the gang leader was beaten up on Santa in episode 1. But the gang yells at Shally in much the same manner as... uh, Okay, you get the idea. But Shally changes it up a little bit while doing the same spin move that Mai did in that scene. Uh, She even kicks the watermelon pieces, makes them gorgeous, and drops them on their heads, which is... Still nearly the same as the truckload of sorry from episode one, but once again, I digress. And while Mai is out shopping for food, she kind of, she bumps into another person from the country of Santa Claus named Noel, who seems to be a higher up and a bit more of a motherly figure to Mai. And she says she has no choice but to obey the board of directors, which there's a board of directors for Santa's. That's <laughs> lovely. And um, and that Mai has to uh, leave. And but until she'll give but she'll give uh, Mai until um, midnight. That's right. On Christmas Eve to say goodbye. Midnight on Christmas Eve. That's that's wait, wait, hold on. Are we in the summertime? You're giving her six months to say goodbye? What that's pretty fucking lenient, okay. But Shelly is eavesdropping on their little conversation here and she says she'll do Maya solid and help her say goodbye to Santa. She yells at the you know proclamation and does a ho 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 laugh over and over again while uh, both Maya and Noel are you know mere feet away. Seriously, do they have the power of inaudibly and invis and and invisibility or is this just poor planning? Um but Shelly tries to give Santa and Maya time to talk while they're playing volleyball. Um, against each other no less 
But my mind keeps running in, smacking the ball into Santa's head. You know, why would they talk about that or anything while playing volleyball, if you ask? Well, especially if it's supposed to be a personal goodbye. Uh, but we cut to later that night where Santa, Mai, and Mai Mai are watching fireworks. And Shally kind of sneaks over and asks if Mai talked to Santa yet. She says no, and Shally takes Mai Mai away, thinking that she's the cause again, which makes Mai Mai bite Shally. Basically the same thing that happens over and over at a hot spring, another hot spring, a bench, and out on the street. And apparently this cycle just goes on for month after month after month until we hit December because we had to get to Christmas fucking somehow in this anime and Shelly starts freaking out that Mai won't be able to say a proper goodbye to Santa and learn uh, his true feelings before she's forced to go away um, okay I have some questions here um, number one why is Mai Mai here? she has been here since the end of episode one or does she just really pop up out of nowhere at the start of this one? I, whatever number two if Mai admitted to Santa that she fell in love with him and they kissed twice in episode one and now they've been living together ever since find it kind of seriously doubtful that his feelings were never brought up in six months of them being together number three in another six month time period Santa and Mai have really never been given a moment alone Mai Mai is constantly with them I know she's Mai's little sister but God, but if she really did pop up out of nowhere in an episode, why doesn't she just go to fuck home? It, it probably, I mean, it probably would have been better just to start this episode in December. Just not to make it so unbelievable, but I guess they really wanted to get those girls in bathing suits for summer anime, you know, repurves, I guess, I don't know. But it's now Christmas Eve, and time really flies during repetitive montages, don't they? And Shally's getting increasingly stressed because the deadline's fast approaching and no progress has been made. So she makes two up, you know, she makes up a nice planned date for the two. You know, Shally calls Santa up to discuss their plans. And, she, you know, he's actually super happy about this Christmas now that since he has my, 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 and even Shally to kind of celebrate with. And once Shally gets off the phone, she talks to my, my about behaving for a change and since this is her final chance to get the two to, you know, say their goodbyes, she starts lecturing her and getting really emotional when Maya walks in and hears what they're saying. And she's shocked, surprised, even though she knew about this for six months now. And besides the whole Shally plant thing, and she says simply, can't say goodbye to him because saying goodbye will mean that she'll definitely be leaving for sure. Um, Shally and Mai Mai try to convince her that this is for the best and that she gave him a proper goodbye and now we're somehow segueing to Shally talking about being Mai's friend. She insists that despite their differences in power and skill, she's still Mai's friend. <sighs> Gotta love a friend who humble brags, right? And they flash back to when they were kids. Um, and apparently Shally was about, was always teased for, for some reason, but Mai always stayed by her side no matter what and they were separated by the Santa school because Shally having great grades was sent to advanced Santa classes while Mai kind of lagged behind. Um, however, Mai said that they would still remain friends no matter what even if they can't stop time. And Mai kind of just, you know, 
And, and the thing is, look. I don't understand. Santa Clauses, you know, they give hope and dreams to children. You know, except for the ones that are becoming Santas. Because, you know, we rip them away from their friends and, and for the rest of our eyes. Merely based on their grades. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Ugh. Let me get a production. Pass, pass me the eggnog production. Just give me the goddamn eggnog. Thank, thank you. But Mike realizes that she has to say thank you to Santa instead of goodbye. And also thank Shally for being her friend. Um, did I... Wait, am I in a... Are we reviewing a different show now? Because I was ranting off the rails a second ago about how it's now uh, ago, but now it's all emotional. It's actually making an iota of sense, too. Like, my act arrives at the Christmas tree where she and Santa first met and breaks the news to him. He takes it incredibly well, actually, and just tells her to go and, you know, come back as soon as she can. He'll wait for her even if it takes a year or two. And he really actually wants to see her as a full-fledged Santa. And he knows that this that his feelings won't change no matter how long she's gone. And, you know, Shally then shows up, you know, really happy that Mai finally got the chance to say her goodbyes. But sadly, it's kind of a mere five minutes until midnight. Oh, wait. That's five minutes to midnight? Wait, wait. How long were they talking back home? She made the reservations, had a short conversation with Santa, had a short lecture to Mai Mai, Talked a bit with Mai. Mai arrives at the tree, has the conversation with Santa, and suddenly hours have passed? Okay. Anyway, the point is now that Santa and Mai have no time to do all the stuff Shally planned for their date, so as a special Christmas present to Mai, Shally and Mai Mai transform, sans nakedness, and stop time to give them the time that they need to have a nice old date. They fly off on Pedro and slave and, you know, slay. Even though Mai doesn't transform and they have to go off, you know, to have their date. They they go to an oddly empty restaurant to sit in because the cooks would be frozen in time. But they go to, whatever. They go to the amusement park and rides that are motionless because, you know, the operators are frozen in time. All the while, we get a nice narration from Mai about how lucky she is to have Santa, and how her feelings will never change either, even if she's forced to leave. But the date ends, and they both agree to not say goodbye, since they will see each other again someday. I think Santa liked what she wanted to do, and it's content on leaving now that she knows she will return one day with Santa waiting for her. Then she just literally beamed up, you know, somewhere and says farewells to everyone. We get more somewhat touching narration for Mai as she continues to fly up and up and they just have to ruin it by making her transform because nothing says emotional moment like watching asses and boobs grow in front of your eyes. Ah, Christmas. And she flies off on Pedro back to the school. Santa thanks her, thanks her for believing in him and then she tells them us to believe in her and believe in Santa Claus. Our credits roll and now include stills of Mai Mai and Noel. And I did find my, my Santa outfit to be pretty. I guess adorable, I guess. Ah, and we end our story. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, silly me. Oh, there's more. Mirroring the end credit scenes from episode one, Noelle su- suddenly appears on Santa's doorstep with Mai. And she throws Mai into the house and says, it's not Mai who escaped from preschool. It's my Mai who needs to be dragged back. 
Yeah, like, wait, wait, huh? Wait, um, I thought this was about the higher-ups making Shally replace Mai as the Santa for this area. And Mai needing more training? And she had to go back? What's all this about an escape? And Santa preschool? This this mistook Mai for a preschooler? Or does Mai suck so much at a job that she's in preschool for it? We, we get a preview for episode 3, the third Christmas, which includes stuff like the giant reindeer and Mac. This preview is actually a joke, which saddens me because, goddamn, it, you need to take a look at that <laughs> reindeer Mac. I now I kind of want a Christmas-themed Gundam series, but in any case, it needs to be a thing. So, does that mean the end credit scene was also a joke? Because I hope so, because it completely ruins the ending. Um, bottom line, it, this was actually surprisingly better than the first episode, even if albeit just a little bit. Santa's almost like an entirely different character in the second episode. He's much more mature, actually a little bit enjoyable to watch, you know, and Mai is actually also easier to watch, even if she does rehash the moment from episode one in an even jerkier fashion. And Mai Mai, while seemingly being unneeded outside of forcing an intrusion upon Mai and Santa, wasn't really annoying as she doesn't speak that much. And her mannerisms are, you know, cliche but and unfunny, but she's not annoying. And Shally, I guess she's a decent enough character. She made an apparent from she made it apparent that from the get go that she's not really a bad person, and and dislikes being seen as such. You know, she just follows orders to a T, and you know has a little bit of an ego. But who doesn't? And this makes it easier to take her, basically changing her attitude entirely to becoming mostly a nice character. Plus, you can really tell that despite the fact that they push each other each other's buttons, they actually do kind of care each other care about each other a lot the biggest issue i have with the first part is that it's way too reliant on mirroring the first part of episode one it's ridiculous how much they just repeat in summer um in the fan service fan servicey transformation and credit scene do create a, a drastic tone change on what is otherwise a pretty emotional and nice decent second half in fact the second half is so nice that it's really hard to tell if you're watching the, even the same damn show it's not too bad though if you just muscle through the transformation and believe that the end credit scenes is part of a preview joke and then you'll be fine while it's better than episode one for the second half anyway there's still a bunch of issues with the story in terms of plot holes and just inconsistencies um it also takes half of the episode to even seem christmasy which but you know what is there actually but what is there is actually you know pretty decently sweet and that's a couple even though they they could be more fleshed out. Mai and Santa are pretty cute, I guess. You know, bearing that one scene I mentioned, you could tell how much they care about each other. And you can kind of believe them as more as a pairing because now that they spent six months to a year together instead of two or three hours, they also will now have some kind of structure to their relationship, seeing as how Mai did help Santa finally enjoy the holiday Christmas. You know, his birthday and maybe even his life again. You know, Finally, I would have liked some sort of update on Santa and his relationship, but with his parents and his friends and things, but nah, none of that. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but it would have been a little bit nice. Um, overall, it was a decent surprise, this second episode, but it's decent enough for Christmas special if you ignore and glance over some of the other bullshit. But you could probably skip episode one entirely and just enjoy this as a fine Christmas standalone, to be honest. I mean, it's not fantastic. It was quite a bit better than sitting through the than episode one. So, 
this concludes oh, this joyride. It's been a joyride. And um, this concludes the first part of my Weebcast Reviews Christmas Anime and Manga Edition. I'll see you tomorrow with another one with another Christmassy themed anime manga content with more eggnog on the way. Um, got a long way to go. And I got a lot of eggnog to go through. So I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.